సహనాభవతు సహనౌనత్తు సహవీర్యంకరవాహై తేజస్వినాబీతమస్తు మా విద్విషావహై సత్ర పరియతి 
is wise person, Prayati moves about, decides, abides, Tatra in Uttama Purusha, in the self which is limitless. So doing what? Jakshat Kridan Ramana, eating, laughing, sporting, reveling, Stribirva, Yanirva, Jnatavirva, with women, with vehicles, with friends and kinsmen. Dopajanam, Smaran Idam Shariram. So when all this Vivahara is going on, Nasmaran, not remembering Idam Shariram, this body, which is described as Upajanam which is the result of the union of the father, mother and father, or which is very proximate because it is taken with the very self, that body, which is usually unique and ignorance, is taken with the self. He no more remembers. So this is what uh, Mahasekar is talking about right now. <coughs> On the page 4 and 19. Na anabhutam che nasmare asarvajnyatva muktasya Na no anabhutam che if you say that nasmaran idam upajanam shariram, he does not remember this body. So anubhutam ched nasmaret. He has experienced this body in the past for all the years. Until you are ignorant, meaning that dehatanatnam avadhitatvena anubhutam. Before the dawn of knowledge, he looked upon this body as a very self. So until then the body was experienced as the very self, abhādhitam, under all circumstances. <coughs> so that way whatever is experienced will become the object of memory. So when he perceives his body, he will remember the body in the same manner which he experienced in the past, which is as the very self. And so his knowledge should include memory also. Anyatha asarvajnyatam syat. He sees the body all right and does not recollect what it is. When you, you experience something in the past and you perceive that, and then you just don't remember what this is. That shows a lack in your memory, in your knowledge. So a wise person is supposed to be sarvajna, all-knowing. And therefore, he should know everything. Meaning that he should know everything as everything is. As everything has been experienced by him. That's how we should know. But otherwise, you know, maybe perceive, perception is one thing. Recognition is a different thing. 
So what is meant by knowledge is recognition. That he may perceive his body, but if he does not recognize the body in the manner in which he was experienced in the past, either he does not perceive the body, which is whatever it means, or if he perceives, as long as he functions in the world and to say he doesn't perceive, then you know, he, he can't function. He still perceives things. Otherwise he doesn't know where to walk and what to eat, you know. You know, the food will go anywhere, he functions all right. So pratiti is there, perception is there. To say that he doesn't perceive the body is only when in samadhi. That's all right. Nobody, when you are sleeping, you don't. That's not the point. Jakshat Kriden Devamana describes the reading, laughing, sporting, reveling, doing things. While so doing, well, doing this thing, so that is all present participle, you know. So, Ramamana, Kridan shows what is happening. While doing this, he does not remember this body. So, what is meant by that? This is the whole question here. He does not remember the body means that he uh, perceives the body but doesn't recollect, recollect what it is. In that case he has forgotten what he has experienced in the past. <coughs> because he is not only perceiving something but recognizing that thing. So I may perceive this object but if I don't recognize it as something that was here yesterday also, then I have forgotten. In a sarvajna or omniscient, the one who does not forget anything. I guess that's how we imagine. That seems to be the ex- expectation from an omniscient person, doesn't forget anything. I don't know if they remember all their childhood and stuff like that, everything they their experience, uh, whatever it is. But, so this sarvajna itself is a, is a very questionable thing. But taking it to literally now, and if he does recollect this body, as he experienced in the past, as a very self, then recognition or experiencing the body as a self was always the cause of unhappiness. Because the moment you look upon the body as a self, you cannot escape the notion of being a small, insignificant entity, a mortal being. And seeing yourself as a mortal being itself is misery because you are immortal. So, tatasetaksmarana dukkham syat. So, either you have to say that he does not remember this body. If he remembers, he should remember it in such a manner that it does not cause any sorrow in him. That's what Vashyakara wants to explain. So whatever is experience will someday become the object of memory. It's not that whatever experience you will remember necessarily. But whatever you experience in the past is likely to become the object of memory. Because all those experiences are stored in the mind in the form of samskaras or impressions. And if something happens in the present, 
which triggers those samskaras, then they will also bring up the equivalent memory. And then everything here will trigger up those samskaras because the body is right here. So Tika says, Abhadi Tataya Abhadi does not remember as he experienced earlier the self. So now also if he does not recognize his body as a self, that means he has forgotten something that he experienced. That formerly he recognized, he looked upon his body as self, which was the result of mithya jnana, the false knowledge, where the Selfness of the Atma was superimposed upon the body. That's how body was. So it's a mutual superimposition. That's the Atma itself and dear to me. So body now becomes a self and very dear to me. So there is superimposing attributes of Atma upon the body. And the body is model. I look upon the Atma as model that is superimposing the attributes of body upon the Atma is a mutual superimposition. Mithya jnana adhinatva, that was only due to false knowledge. Thus sitting jnana nashe, but then that ignorance is now dispelled. The vehicle of knowledge that I am Brahman. So now, bhajita anubhutti matras maranayami. He may remember the body, some, some, once upon a time, look upon the, took this as myself. So that way you can remember. You know something, that time I thought that this was really a jewel, I realize now it's just a piece of glass. So, if you force it or something, you know, sometimes a star you also mistake, this is a given star or plan and you realize it is some satellite, something like that, you know. So you remember that I mistook this object. So now the wise person will know that he needs to mistake this body itself. That is how he will remember. It's called Bhārita Anubhutti. <coughs> Anubhutti is there. The continuation of body is there. But Bhārita is no more recognized as self. Its selfness is despair in the wake of knowledge. <coughs> the perception is there, experience is there, but no more the superimposition is there. So that way the remembrance is there. Paramātataya tasmana abhāvār So really speaking you cannot say that you remember this body. Paramātataya, the self is not remembered. So he perceives the whole world, he perceives the body also. <coughs> to say that he does not perceive only this body, when perceive other things also doesn't make sense. As long as the organs of perception are functioning, he will perceive whatever it is there. Just to say the wise person doesn't perceive this body, you know. He shouldn't perceive anything then. Then he cannot function. So if you take all these things literally, 
यत्र तेरम आत्मयू तत्न कम जनितम That body that was random created by mithya jnana. Tuch mithya jnana ni vidya uchhedram. And that false knowledge is now dispelled by the true knowledge. So when the cause goes away, the effect goes away, this is, seems to be the idea here. This body is purely the product of ignorance. When ignorance goes away, then the result of the ignorance, the body also goes away. So what does ignorance create? There are two kinds of ignorance. <coughs> One is we call maya or universal ignorance that creates the body. Other is the individual ignorance that creates the atmatma in the body. That body is taken to be seven jiva srishti and ishvara srishti. So when the ignorance goes away, what goes away? What is dispelled? It should be jiva srishti. Not Ishvara Sushti. The whole universe is Ishvara Sushti. Is more of ignorance or not than universal ignorance. You can call it Maya. And you will perceive it as long as that Maya is there. Bhadita means. Like, even if you know that this is mirage water, you continue to see the water there because perception is it's Ishvara Sushti. So, the rope snake perception then, the wake of knowledge. Of the rope, the perception of snake will go because Jiva Srishti. So Jiva Srishti is completely eliminated by, in the wake of knowledge, Ishva Srishti is only negated in the wake of knowledge. His body is not Jiva Srishti, it is Ishva Srishti. So you can't say that, Nana Bhuta Mehtar Nana. So, This body was not experienced the way it is perceived. Now you can say that. Yena mithya jnana jnana janitam. The body which was created by the mithya jnana. Meaning that the idea that the body is atma was created by mithya jnana. Tatcha mithya jnana ve vidya ucchayadam. That is the jiva srishti. The jiva is ignorance. Ucchayadam is dispelled by the knowledge of the self. 
Now, this body you can cannot say it was even experienced. This body was not experienced the way it is. You experience self that is dispelled by in the wake of knowledge. So you won't see this body itself. And so even Natadasmarasvagnatohani. Even if he does not see the body, he perceives the body, but not in the self, then there is no hani or there is no loss of sarvagnyatam or omniscience. So, atahtannanuhutam meaning what? Nanuhutam prayamityartha. As good is not experienced, meaning that as good is not experienced, because in the self, he is experienced like anybody, anything is experienced, but no more experience itself. Tat asmane, tatvena asmane. He doesn't remember when, does not remember the self. He doesn't recognize, does recognize his body, but not as my body. As I or mine, that recognition is no more than. Svashrīrva sarveshaṁ dehānaṁ bāritattva eva tad deha dukkham sarvātmatvevi na bhavadeti dāstāntika mahar. Vāśyakara gave dhushtant. Nei unmattena graha grihitena vāyadam bhūtam tad unmādādi apagamebi smartavyam. Example. Nei unmattena Somebody who may be intoxicated and sees things in a certain way. An intoxicated person has his own perception. Supposedly he perceives what we also perceive. But in his mind he perceives something else. Or grahagrihitena by someone who has been, been possessed by a spirit, a ghost. Therefore, he talks in some ways, sees things in some ways. Tat unmadadi apagamebi. When that intoxication goes away, when it comes to the real world, he no more sees those things in the same way. So, also, when the spirit goes away, no more he sees things as he did. That is, that all we know. So, so even in the state of intoxication, he did see things. But he thought that this is my wife and this is my so and so. I mean, he looks at somebody and thinks that this is what it is. So now he will look at that person and not see her or that person in the same way. That's, that's what it can happen. What is dhrishtanta? What is dhrishtanta? So in the Tikakara said in line 28, Svashriravat sarvesham dehanam bhaditattvadeva. Just as his body is no more given the reality. See, about the body there are two things. One it is taken to be real, meaning that abhaditam, just as the world is taken to be real. And further the body is taken to be the self. <coughs> 
So these names and forms are taken to be real, abhaditam, satyam, and therefore they impact me with something or the other. Whatever they do becomes you know, real to me. If somebody praises me, it becomes real and creates harsha in me. So, the modern world is taken to be real, therefore becomes the cause of happiness and unhappiness. Further, the body is taken to be atma, and then further becomes the cause of happiness and unhappiness, or unhappiness more. <coughs> so, svasharirevat, sarvesham, dehanam, bhaditattvadevat, the next point is, the wise person sees himself as a self of all. Let's take again literally, you know, self of all. Then does it mean that whatever anybody experiences, what he experiences? Do you want to say that? Yes. In that case, all the dukkha or the pain or misery experienced by anybody out there also is experienced, becomes his misery. So even though that person may be feeling pain and sorrow, the wise person who knows himself as self of that person does not feel the pain or sorrow. As Kathopani said, that just as the sun is a very self of the eyes, and still he is not affected, na chakshushai, bhakshadoshai, eyes will be affected. So they are taken there with whatever impure thing it sees, then it, you know, it's a dosha or a defect. But sun, which is supposedly a self of the eye, doesn't, you know, because bhakshya, no identification. Even though sun resides in my eyes, there's no identification that this is I. The eyes are taken to be I. So whatever defect is there because of the perception of eyes become my problem. But the sun doesn't have a similar identification there, but even though eliminating everything, sun does not get affected in any way. So also, the animal is the body. As long as I take the body to myself, then pain the body becomes my pain. When I recognize the true nature of myself, then the pain of the role no more belongs to the pain of the actor. <coughs> so that distance is created between the role and the actor. So tad deha dukkam sarvatmatvevi. So just as an actor playing the role of a beggar or a king or whatever does not feel the pain of the beggar or the king. Even in the self of that. But then he knows he has a distance by the knowledge that this is role and this is myself. And therefore the problems of role do not become the problems of the self. In that sense you can say that the wise person does not feel dukkha. Dukkha is purely a product of ignorance, mithyagnanam, which is no more there. So Bhashya Karadya Tatha Yahabe Samsarivi Avidya Doshvadmi Yat Anubhuvate Yatat Sarvatmanam Asariram Nasprashadi Avidya Nimitta Bhavad. So Tatha Dastandika 
you happy in case of this wise person functioning through this body. Samsaravi avidya doshavadvi yat anubhuyade. So even though now the wise person knows himself as a self of what they call samsari is me. Avidya doshavadvi. Possessed of the dosha or the defect of ignorance, like a person who is intoxicated or possessed by a spirit. Yet anubhuyate. So what is experienced by people who are taken over by ignorance? That sarvatmanam asariram nasprasadi. Even though he knows himself, atma of that person is suffering. That suffering does not in any way nasprasadi does not affect or touch this person because the dukkha of the body became dukkha of that person because of the identification. That not being there, the body no more becomes a cause of pain. Body is what it is. It may go through pain also. It's no more my pain. I am not in pain or this is not my pain. Even the pain is that is not solved at least, you know. The point is that as far as the pain is concerned, the also is only a matter of, is also perception. But what that, the kind of reaction that the pain causes in me is due to ignorance. That I feel sad, I feel afraid, fear, etc., all the cause, that, that's what normally happens to everybody. When things happen to our body, we are scared. What will happen? If this goes on, what will happen to me? After X number of years, what will happen? All kinds of things keep on going on in our mind. No, that's a reaction due to ignorance. If there is a distance there, this happens to the body. Then the body will go through its natural course of degeneration, whatever it is. But there is not my degeneration. I don't measure myself by the body. Just as the actor does not measure himself by his costume, so also. Then, the sorrow is not there. Pita may be there. Pain is, is also a matter of prarabdha and is also Ishvara Srishti, by the way. Just as body is Ishvara Srishti, the pain in the body also is Ishvara Srishti. That's not Jiva Srishti. Jiva Srishti is the reaction that that pain causes. In terms of fear, in terms of other reactions, sorrow, etc., sense of helplessness. So that doesn't have to be. Pain, I don't think, unless you have some kind of a siddhi by which you can just withdraw your attention to the body. That can, but how long can that be? If you are functioning, as an individual, I don't think that it is impossible that you do not function through the body. You do. So, ahma, bhava of some kind remains in the body for you to function. So, wise person also will feel the pain. But the pain does not create the reaction that would create in an ordinary person. That's the only difference you can say. Being possessed by ignorance. <coughs> Suttat sarvatmana asayiram nasprasade ekastatha sarvabhūtāndarātma. Sarvabhūtāndarātma, in spite of being the ātma, the sarva, all the beings, 
नलिप्यते लोक Then, coming to Anandagiri, line 16, Mukte Purushe Sharirādeva Nasambandyante, Nasambandyante. Che, Kathandri Tatra Kama Sambandyera Nityāsaṅkya. See, Upanishad is two things in the same breath. So, Satatra Pariyeti Jakshat Kridan Ramamāna. He does not remember this body. At the same time, he is laughing and eating and reveling and enjoying. How can you be laughing and eating and enjoying, etc., reveling unless you're doing it to the body? And how can you say that it doesn't remember the body? How can these two things go simultaneously? Mukti Purushe So Vashaka said, Avidya doshvadmihi danubhuyade ta sarvatmana asariram nasprushade. What is experienced by the ignorant people do not, does not in any way touch or affect or taint the wise person. Okay. So if he is not affected by pain happening in those bodies, he will not be affected by pleasure also happening in these bodies. Katham dhritatar kama sammandhyayan. But here it is said that because his self of all therefore, all the joy of those people becomes his joy. So Jakshad, wherever laughing takes place, eating takes place, wherever reveling takes place, porting takes place, that is his. So somebody is laughing, somebody is eating, somebody is porting, somebody is reveling, somebody is, you know, all kinds of things are happening. All of that experience. Meaning that the pleasures experienced by people anywhere they experience because they self all. But the sorrow it does not experience, that's, you know, so how does it? How do you say that all the kama, the pleasures, they, they connect themselves with the wise person and not the dukkha? Other things we already read in the Tika. See, Nanu Evam Subha Brahma Vida Anu Bhuyamana Abhi Krida Vyana Brahma Vida Bhari Pranda Tatsam Sparshvavi Syahiti. So just as the Dukkha does not touch, then also the Krida will not touch the wise person. In the Puruvokta Krida Tanupatti, therefore, what Upanishad says that is laughing, reveling, etc., that also should not occur because he is not connected with anybody. Even though he is self of all, he is, actor, he is not connected with the costume endeavor, he doesn't have any reaction which takes place at the level of the role. Idi Puruvokta Kriyanubhati Yashankya Kridari Abhivyakta Sukasya Svatma Bhutatva Tatsamanda Vidusha Upanyade. 
the sukha being the very nature of self, therefore the wise person does connect with the sukha. Dukkha siddhu maikatva tasya vajatadarnata sammandha. Dukkha is a product of ignorance and that he is not connecting, therefore he doesn't feel dukkha, he feels sukha. That we went through last time. Krida adhyanam tu, okay. Mayakatvena, bhajatatvevi, says even Krida also is bhajata. He doesn't feel that I am raveling. Raveling is there, but to say I am raveling means what that identification. He says, mayakatvena, even that is also mayakam. The whole universe is product of maya. All the Krida and Oscar also is maya only. By maya what we mean is, just as when a person is dreaming and experiencing all the raveling, etc., he takes it to be real. When he wakes up, then he realizes that all of this was just projection. Now, as a waker, you know, suppose he wakes up in the dream, then what? Then no one gets affected by all those pleasures and pain, etc., because all Maika, he knows them as Maika. Waking up in the dream, you know that this is Maika. So, a wise person wakes up in the dream, not just he wakes up only. Not that the dream is completely, that is one thing. But then, this is like waking up in the dream. The dream is still there, which is what Ishwara Sushti. Anadi Maya Sukta, the Sushupti is Jiva Sushti. So, for the wise person, this Sushupti in the form of ignorance goes away. The dream, in terms of the universe, world does not go away because there is Ishwara Sushti. As long as Prarabdha is there, it continues to function as a dream world. But you know that this is dream. Meaning, know that this is Adhitam, is Mahitam. So just as a person is woke up in a dream, no more gets affected by whatever there is in the dream, pleasure or pain, so also wise person will not be. So maya tattvena, bhari tattvevi, tat sammandha, stuttyartham, stuttyartha, sarva tattvena uchyare. So this tikakana says that to say there is laughing as a try is merely praising the knowledge. That when you have the knowledge, oh, there is ananda. What do you mean by ananda? So the only way ananda that listeners know is only laughing and stuff like that. So they think that this is what he does. He is always in ananda. Only so, this local ananda is described, local sukha is described as being experienced by wise person merely to extol the knowledge and that is not to be taken in literal sense. So tikasa dukkha is samandha Bhaya Anugutya, Pratiya Manabi, Stridihani Apatya, Vidushina Uchade. So just as Dukkha is Bhadidam, Sukha also is Bhadidam. So even though Sukha is Bhadidam, the connection is shown, is, is described for extolling knowledge. Dukkha is Bhadidam, that connection is not described so that the knowledge is not in any way affected. Paramahatrasu nakenavi sammandha atma. In reality, atma does not have sammandha with sukha or dukkha. Because sukha and dukkha, both of them belong to upadi, and a wise person doesn't have any connection. All sukha dukkha belong to the costume, to the role, and the actor has no more connection. As long as the actor was possessed by some kind of intoxication, thought that I am a beggar, so long all the problems of the beggar became his problems, 
Then he was crying and laughing, really? Now there is no more there. He may be crying and laughing, but then his only body is unworthy, meaning that he no really does it. He avoids in his own true self. So understand the two questions. When Anandagiri puts it this way, that if for the wise person the body etc. is there is no real connection at all, then how come the kama, the objects of pleasure are connected? How does he get connected with Jakshat, Kildan, Ravamana? Or this Tikagara says it doesn't get connected. That's what Bhashakara says. So, Yetaviti, Bhashakara says. That's in the fourth line. Yeto Uchinadoshaye, Murudhidakashaye, Manasa, Satya Kama, Anuta Pilana, Anuhuyante, Vidya Avivyangyatva, Te Eva, Muktena, Sarvatma Bhutena, Sambadhyante, Iti Atmanyanas Tute, Nirdishyante, Ataha, Sadhuetad Vishnashti, Ye Ete Brahmaloke Ete. Ye to Uchinna Doshai. So those wise persons in whom all the dosha, the defects have been completely removed, uprooted. Meaning whose minds are completely free from any kashaya, any kalushyam, any impurity, those enjoy the pure mind, which is the mind of Ishvara. So wise person also becomes Ishvara in that sense. Then wise person also enjoys, ideally, the same kind of mind that Ishvara enjoys. Same purity of mind that Ishvara enjoys, not same mind. Ishvara is Sarvajna omission in literal sense because he has a total mind. Maya, which is what? Vishuddha Sattva Pradhana. So Prakruti is Maya. So Ishvara enjoys the cosmic mind which is Vishuddha Sattva Pradhana, which is essentially pure Sattva. And there were there is all nothing but knowledge, no ignorance there, and there were no superimposition, there were nothing that is produced from ignorance ever affects Ishvara. So wise person by virtue of the knowledge also, his mind also becomes by freedom from identification of the body etc. also, all impurities go away by Niridhyasana. Therefore, there is no Dehatamuddhi. So there is no Viparitiknana, no Viparitiknana. And therefore there is no Hankara, Mamakara in any real sense. Therefore there is no Ragadvesha in any sense at all, in the real sense. That being the case, his mind also is as pure as the mind of Ishwara. So Mrudhikashayai Manasara Satyakama Anuhuyante 
So Ishvara experiences all these. Ishvara is Satya Kama, Satya Sankalpa. So on one hand, you say that Yatma, Apahata, Papma, Vijaraha, Vimrityu, Vishuka, etc. There is Nirvishes, Atma that is described. Then says Satya Kama, Satya Sankalpa. He has unfailing desires, unfailing will. No, that is Sagoma Brahma. In that very statement itself, both of these were there. As Saguna Brahma, Ishvara enjoys all the kama, Satya Kama, Satya Sankalpa. Because all the kamanas are there, if you want to see, look at page 358. Before the 356, you can see. Or even 355. Eta so, Tadye Etamsa satyan kamahantesham sarveshu lokeshu akamacharo bhavati. So those people depart from this body without knowing the atma. And therefore all the true desires or the objects which are in the atma without knowing them, that ignorant person does not have freedom in all the world, meaning he does not have the freedom to enjoy what he wants. On the other hand, those people depart from this body knowing the self. Etamsa satyan kama. And all the kama, the desires, or desirable objects, which are all there in the atma, because atma is the very locus of the entire universe. Tesham sarveshu lokeshu kamachara bhavati. So they have the freedom of moving about in all the words, meaning that what is meant by sarveshu lokeshu kamachara, that they have the freedom of moving in all the words, is described subsequently. So the pitulokamavati sangalpadevasya pitara samuttishtanti. So they become desire of the pitrus, and then all those forefathers pitrus will appear before him by his very desire. This is called, he has the freedom of movement in all the worlds. What is meant is, so he doesn't have to go to Pitruloka. The wise person may be here in this world and just has the idea that I want to see my great-grandfather, right, whatever. Why do you want to, but somehow he says, Pitruloka. Why should I have this desire in my beast neighbor anyway? Suppose, then by his very will, that Pitru appears before him. Matrulokama, Matru appears, Bhatrulokama, Svasrulokama. So whether he wants to meet his father, his mother, his brother, all those are departed from here, by the way. Then in those words, and by his will, they will appear before him. So he will have the same joy that he had earlier. He has real joy of association with all those objects of pleasure which he experienced by will. Sakhi loka kama, gandhamalja loka kama, you know. So he wants all the perfumes and garlands, 
Andapana, Lokakama, was food and drink, Gita Vada is song and music, Asasthi Lokama, women. Yam Yam Andam Abhikama Bhavati, whatever kind of province he desires, you know, becomes attracted to. All those objects in that province appear before him. So this is the idea of Sarveshu, Lokeshu, Kamachara Bhavati. The freedom of movement, meaning that he can experience any objects of pleasure at will. So this is said that he knows, not only he knows the self, he also knows all the kamas or pleasures which are supposedly in the self, because self is the repository of everything. So, so Sankalpadeva Samuktishtandi, Tena Sampanno Mahiyade, that's how he is he's revered, you know, as possessed of all these kamas. The next one, Teme Satya Kama Andra Abhidhana. So those unfailing desires for the wise person or for the Lord, for Ishvara, Andra Abhidhana, they remain covered by Andra of falsehood, by ignorance. So Atma is the same, only Satya Kama is the same for everybody for ignorant or otherwise, or wise. But for the wise person, because the veil of ignorance has gone away, all those kamas or the pleasures which were unmanifest, they become evident to the wise person, whereas they are covered by the veil of ignorance for the ignorant person. So, anudapidana, the kamas are all there in the self, even for an ignorant person. Meaning that nobody has to go anywhere to enjoy anything. You can enjoy anything that you want right here, by your will. So that unfailing will and unfailing desires are there for everybody. Except that that unfailing will and unfailing desires are all veiled by ignorance and therefore they are not available even though they are there. For the wise person they are available. That's how the description is here anyway. Tesham Satyanam Satam Anu Abhidhanam. Even though those real Kasatya Kama is there, they are all Abhidhanam, they are all veiled by Anuta or falsehood. Yoyasita Praiti Natanya Dashanaya Lavate. So for the ignorant person, poor fellow, he remembers his brother, but he no more experiences him. He doesn't have that Satya Sankalvatvam, you know. So we just here and just there may be a treasure buried under your field and then you don't know it is there. So Puri Puri Sanchalandanamindi who even though they move over every day they do not know. Similarly, every day they go to Brahmaloka and come back and they do not know. So idea is that, that for everybody the thing is that Atma is there, Satya Kama are there, but ignorance denies. And the knowledge makes it uh, available. That's all it is here.
So, when he enters this Atmaloka knowledge, then he gets everything that is otherwise denied for an ignorant person. Meaning that, how does the wise, how the wise person gets connected with all such? So, this passage is described. Although all of this description was with reference to Dhara Vidya or Upasana Amit Dhara Brahma. So, this is the description of a person who has realized Saguna Brahma. And what we are not talking about is the knowledge of Nirguna Brahma. So, this doesn't have to happen literally. Except that whatever joy he, all these fellows get, is all included in their Brahmananda. In that sense, you can say he gets everything. So, person who enjoys Brahmananda, Seiko Manushananda, and then the Manushananda is there, and then Manushri Gandharvananda, Deva Gandharvananda, Pitru, all these are supposedly included in the, the happiness of wise person. That way you can say that he enjoys the Gandharva Loka and this Loka. That doesn't have to be literally so. But for Saguna Brahma Vidya it is literally so, for Nirguna Brahma it is effectively so, understand that. But in the context of Nirguna Brahma it is described as though he is literally enjoying that merely for praising the Vidya and not for describing really what happens. That's how we should understand, you know. So now, again going back to Bhāsya, page 4 and 19. Yetu uccinna doshai mṛdhikaśāyai mānasā satyātāmaha anzābhidāna anubhūyante. So when he gets nirguna brahma vidya, naturally the saguna brahma vidya is already gotten, you know, he will just take it for granted. Uchini dosha, because all the doshas or impurities are removed. All impurities in the mind are removed. That is how you get all kinds of siddhis also. So supposedly all the kind of siddhis that appear by churning the milky ocean, a, 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 a human being also can get all those siddhis. Some people do get those siddhis also. Like Kalva Vruksha, like there are people who attain that Pasiddhi, that whatever they think happens, you know. It's like Kalva, like Kama Dhenu, you know. And things like that. So, you can say that all those Siddhis or the powers represent also the power that are always there in the mind, which powers are not evident to an ignorant person because of impurity of the mind. And those powers start becoming manifesting with the, with the purification of mind. So some people take that churning of the milky ocean in a symbolic manner that the milky ocean is the mind, it churned that and then that. So Badaswani and then the poison comes out and there's all the ego comes out first and then the siddhis. But it came first and last is also a question. Anyway, the thing is, so first ego comes out and the other things come out. That description is that poison comes at the end, before the Amrutam. Anyway, however you want to interpret these things. But, so you can take it in a symbolic manner, you can take it in a real manner also. So, Satya, Kama, Andhra, Pinanaha. All those unfailing desires or objects, which are already there in the self, because self is the list of the entire universe, including all these pleasurable objects. 
which were denied to an ignorant person, which were, you know, which were veiled by ignorance, the veil of ignorance has gone away and the veil of all the dosha in the mind also have gone away and there were all those kamas on them because what? vidya, vidya Because of knowledge, all those kamas now have become manifest. Teva muktena sarvata bhudena sambadhyante so only those satya kamas alone become manifest in knowledge and not all the other stuff. Meaning that when the knowledge takes place and the mind becomes pure and becomes sattvic, only whatever can become manifest in a sattvic mind alone will become manifest. Dukkha will manifest only in a rajas mind, a tamas mind. So rajas tamas mind is there, then dukkha will all manifest. For this person, only sattvic mind is there. In sattvic mind only, the happiness can be sattva sanjayate, you know. So Sukham is all product of jnanam and sukham is all product of sattva. So because the mind of this person has become now essentially pure, shuddha sattva, therefore only sukha will manifest. The sukha that manifests alone is described as sukha of laughing and stuff like that. For what? Atma jnana stude nirdishande. Happiness that naturally becomes manifest for anybody. Not only for the wise person, even for a person who may not have Brahmadhyanam but who enjoys the purity of the mind will enjoy the same happiness. It is not that it, enjoyment of happiness is simply a function of the mind. It is manovritti, sukha. Therefore that sukha will be experienced by anybody. Even by an ignorant, all the saintly people, they are, you know, they are all very happy, even if they, you don't correct them with Brahmagnana. So Vedanta, they, they don't know, they don't know anything, all that. But then, even if you don't credit them with Brahmagnana, as far as the purity of mind is concerned, then the same realm that anybody else is. You cannot deny purity of their mind, cannot deny the experience of Ishvara. And then you can say that all the satya kama, all the unfailing desires, they all become manifest in the mind that enjoys the purity. Because <coughs> the impurity has gone away by the dispelling of ignorance and by the vipariti buddhi. so atma jnana stute nirdishande Meaning that that description Jakshat Kridat Ramavanaha is not to be taken literally, is only Nirdishande Atmagnana Sutra. It is for extolling the self knowledge that the wise person is said to be laughing, etc. Just to say that no pleasure remain, escapes him. You know, he becomes the recipient of the happiness that comes from any pleasurable object. So, Sushnute Sarvan Kamansa Brahmana Vipasyatayati, as Brahman del Dhumnishan, he simultaneously as the enjoys, so that enjoyment is not an enjoyment that is a state of, you know, experience. But if you enjoyed all the pleasurable objects simultaneously, the ananda that you will get is what he avoids in because that is Sarvabhuta Ananda. Atas sadhu hita dvishinasthi, yete brahma lokayati. 
So later on in the next passage, fifth passage, we say, all the desires or objects in Brahmuloka, so that also he, he gets them. If you go to Anandagiri, Kimiri Sarvayirde Kamananu Hoyana Nitashankya. If all the objects of the pleasures are in the Atma, how come he does not enjoy experience the pleasures? So Anupidana, because it's there in the heart of everybody. Meaning that all that happiness is all there in the heart of every living being. But for everybody, they are only weighed by ignorance. Therefore, people do not experience them even though they are there, just as even though the Hiranyadi or that great treasure is there, still people do not experience them because of ignorance. Itasya vidhishamayata davyakti diyahara suvidya abhivyangyatvar. All these kamas will become manifest on account of vidya or the knowledge of the self. Kimiri niruna vidya prakhrane vidushi satya kama sammandha vachanam. Niruna brahma vidya prakhrane, this prakhram niruna vidya, how come then Shruti repeats what is stayed in the context of saguna vidya? It is That description is only for extolling the, the knowledge of the self. Says Atma Vidya Stutyardam Vidushi Kama Sammanda Vacharam. On one hand, you say that nothing gets connected with one, but then the happiness gets connected is only for extolling the self knowledge. So, that connection which Sukha is accepted merely for extolling the self-knowledge. Manasa etan kamaan pashyan idyatra visheshana shravana yuktam. So later on the manasa etan kamaan pashyan. The later passage will say that the mind becomes a divine eye. With a divine eye he sees everything. Including what pleasure in Brahma Loka also he sees. So, Manasa etan kamaan pashyan. If you look at line 34, Manasa etan kamaan pashyan ramade yete brahmaloke iti. Therefore it revels in all the pleasures that are available in brahmaloka. Even the fellow may be here. So again that is extolling the, just the knowledge. So Manasa etan. So that is why what I say later also only only uh, uh, confirms or validates what we are saying here. <clears throat> Again, going back to the other tika, line 33, evam cha brahmātmaida brahmalokika eva kāme istuti prakarsa siddhe So, when Upanishad says, Jakshat, Kriyan, Brahmana, etc., meaning that he enjoys the, all the pleasures available in Brahma Loka. So there is the highest level of happiness. So highest level of happiness that one can gain at Delu Rupadi is in Brahma Loka. And so, figuratively says that the wise person experiences or enjoys all the kamas available in Brahma Loka, I mean the highest level of karma. 
and for them it doesn't have to go to Brahmaloka. Because he has got the mind which is a divine eye and with that mind he experiences even the pleasures that are available in Brahmaloka. So, evam cha brahma pridaha brahma lokika hi eva kamai stuti prakasa siddhe. So, stuti can be there only when this stuti is there with the, with the most exalted thing. Meaning that wise person is not praised by saying that he eats the do and stuff like that, all of the worldly stuff now. But he enjoys kama, brahma loka, that's the real stuti. If he enjoys, he has Velpuri, Sapani Puri, Satra, then you know, that level of happiness is not the stuti of Brahma Vidya. Say that he remaining here also enjoys all the pleasures of I mean, Brahma Loka. Because the, the extent of happiness available in Brahma Loka is very highest. Therefore, for stuti of Brahma Vidya is only proper that his joy is equated to the highest possible joy. Then only it will be really this tuti of Brahma Vidya, not otherwise. If you describe the joys of some lower world, then you are denigrating the Brahma Vidya rather than extolling it. And therefore, for extolling Brahma Vidya, the Upanishad describes as though the wise person is experiencing all the pleasures available in Brahma Loka. <coughs> So later on also similar description will come where he enjoys kama which are obtainable in Brahma Loka that also becomes logical. Therefore, it's quite proper that Upanishad in the fifth passage will say Brahma Loka as to how the wise person enjoys the pleasures available in the Brahma Loka. <coughs> or as this Tika says, line 35, Yadva Brahma Yavaloka, Brahma Loka, Yete Brahma, what is Brahma Loka? Either Brahma Loka, when the Loka of Brahma is here, Hirin Nikarva, that's one way, or that's for Sakura Brahma. Brahma Yavaloka, Brahma Loka, that's for the Nirvana Brahma. Atate sarveshanam kamanam brahmaneva vidyamanatvat. All the kamas, brahman being, ananda, therefore, all the little pleasures are all included in that. Sarvatmi vyakshaya brahma loka visheshanam vaksham upadyate. So, rather than saying any kama, kama the brahma loka are specifically described, to say it becomes the sarvatma, it becomes a self of all. And therefore, can experience even what is there in Brahma Loka. So either Brahma Loka is Brahmana Loka or Brahma Loka. If Brahma alone is Loka, then Yatra is so Nibhashyakara says. Or again, Anandagiri says, Indriyadi Shubhavada Kamanam Kudo Brahma Loka Bhavitvam. As long as this fellow with the sense organs and the human body, how can he experience the availability? Because for Brahma Loka, he requires Upadhi of Brahma Loka. If he has Upadhi of this, how can he experience the place of Brahma Loka? So, Yatra Vashyakara says here, Yatra Kvachana Bhavantobi Brahmani Evahi 
ते लोके so, Brahmana Sarvatmatvat. Because Brahman is Sarvatmam, Sarvavar. So, the wise person who knows himself Brahma also is Sarvavar. Therefore, Yatra Kvachana Bhavantopi. Wherever those kamas may be there. Yatra Kvachana. Wherever at any point, you know, when they may be there. Brahmaniyavate loke bhavanti. The happiness or objects may be anywhere, but then since the Brahman is the self of all, therefore all the objects of pleasure are automatically in Brahman. They are automatically the wise person who knows himself as a self. And therefore you can say that Brahma loke Brahmana uchyante. So Brahma loke Brahmana loka than the pleasures are in the literal sense. Brahma yuluka, then you can say that, because Brahman is self of all, then you can say that, wherever anything is there, it is in Brahman, because of Brahman is the self of all of that. <coughs> so, yete Brahma loke can be explained two ways, yete Brahmana loke, or yete Brahma yuluka loke. <coughs> okay. Om Purnamadav Purnamidam Purnahat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashya Rutaumande Bhagavantau Vanakuna Ishvaro Gururat Medi Murti Veda Vibhagine Yomavat Vyakta Dehaya Dakshina Murtayena Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Pyo Namaha Hari Om